Blog Talk Radio. What's up, Blog Talk Radio? It's Vegas Fence. I just got uh, an email from James Jones that says his power's out. I think he's calling on his cell. I hope I can bring him on the air. We're going to find out here in a second. And by the way, James, I own the common law trademark too. Technology is kicking my ass. You owe me money for that. Anyway, this is sales and marketing behind the eight ball, assuming we have a show. James Jones, legendary figure, micro niche finder. He's going to rant. He's going to rave. This is going to be gangster marketing. This ain't for the kiddies, so put him to bed. Vegas fans, back at you in a minute. Shout if you can hear me, James. All right, hang on there. Let's get ready to lose the bow, chicka wow wow, and we'll get this started before your cell phone blows up. One moment. Well, it will, man. Hold on. So you didn't pay the you didn't pay the electric bill. I know you got the money too. So what's up with the power? Oh Vince, I'm so pissed off right now. I could I could spit bullets. <laughs> Technology in my ass, buddy. Oh, you did it again. You used my catchphrase again. How many times have I said that? That's not your catchphrase, and I am going to to, to confiscate that catchphrase this week because I deserve it. Because it truly is kicking my ass, dude. Oh literally, man, literally. 30 seconds after I sent that email out that said technology is kicking my ass, my yep. power went out. 30 seconds. If it had been 30 seconds earlier, I would not have gotten that email out. Well, that's cool because I got a jam switchboard. And I mean, literally, the whole board's jammed. So, um, which is another reason I hate you because you must have like this list. Uh, I think you got like that double secret segue list too, like that's like broken into like thirty components or something. Because I mean, this board is friggin' jammed. Are we and, on yet? Uh, we oh on yeah, air? we're on the air, brother. Cool man. Hey, this everybody. is uncut, baby. Hey, you know how we do it. Kind of impromptu Sunday night. I know it's fun, but hey, I got to do all. I got to do real quick is the uh, actually um, the sponsor information. We'll get right onto it because that's how it pays the bills. Um, a lot of people ask where they've been. Uh, they had a few um, legal issues, but they're back. It's Roscoe's Rip Shack on Redondo, three locations. Now offering, once again, free check cashing between the hours of midnight and 6. Roscoe's Rip Shack on Redondo. And uh, there was a little issue there with the check cashing services that has now been resolved they're not doing that anymore, but the ribs still kick ass. Tell them Vinny sent you. Oh, it's too bad, man. I, I've used their check cashing service before. 
And well, did you, you didn't do it between the you didn't do it between the hours of midnight and six, did you? Yes, I did. Okay, well that's why I use them because they accept the third party checks. Third party post dated. They were the only people in the country that did it, and it's sad. And you know, when they shut down a an entrepreneurial endeavor that actually tried to help people. I mean, granted, they were charging. Basically, the deal on that was they were charging like thirty points, and uh, I guess that was uh, like more than the mob would. Anyway, what's up, brother? Man, this we haven't done this in a long time. I tried to get Sylvia to call in. She said she would if she had if she can get the five kids all quiet at the same time, which is uh, <laughs> probably not going to happen. I don't know. Usually uh, with her, it's better to start a show at ten, but. Um, Let's start talking. Let's just we're going to just roll with it cuz uh your last email to me you were like that was like a mean and nasty James Jones. You were Which like pissed off at everything. Oh, you mean the one I sent tonight? No, no, no. I mean, I got one the other day and you just said, "Man, um I'm going to rant about just about this. I don't know. You had a bunch of issues you were looking forward to bringing up besides I mean, we could start with World Cup soccer cuz I'm with you. I'm sorry, peeps. That's got to be the dullest friggin'. I, I turn the TV on at zero zero. I come back eight hours later at zero zero, and they're still cheering. And I'm trying to figure out why. And those freaking horns, dude. What is up with that? It's like a bunch of bees. Oh. Yeah, I was. Uh, my girlfriend is like, well, you know, honey, you you've got to you've got to really be there to to really get into it. And and I'm like, you know what? I could be there on the field, and I still wouldn't understand what the hell they're doing, and I wouldn't care. No, it'd be, it, to me, it's the, equa- it's the equivalent of being on a Greyhound bus for five days, and oh, uh, it's not happening. But you know, and then and then you, f- I flip over and I'm watching U.S. Open golf, which is like supposedly the best golfers in the world. You got Mickelson Woods, and I'm watching the complete meltdown of what must have. I'm, I'm talking the world's greatest golfers, and all of them are hitting the ball worse than I could. So that gave me some hope if I ever take up golf. Yeah, you know Good what? I, mean, I don't. I don't consider golf a sport either. I mean, come on, that and NASCAR. Come on, give me a break. But no way to go. You're not a NASCAR fan at all. No, no. Well, I'm not either. But I down here, um, you know, you've got the pit bull, you've got Confederate flags, you've got NASCAR, and um, you've got. And I, uh, I live in I live in NASCAR country, man. I mean, this is Charlotte, North. Carolina. We have the we right. have the uh, we have the um, what's it called the thing here, the museum thing here. Uh, I can't. I've got a brain for it. I can't remember. Well, it's, it's like one of those. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. We got the Hall of Fame here. I could care less about NASCAR. Seriously. You know, you say so you 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 don't have a list of like NASCAR buyers or nothing like that. Uh, no, no. Okay, because the toughest three years of their life I might have been na- the third grade. You know what? I could not name you three NASCAR drivers right now. Wow. I, I no can idea. even. I can even do that. I can even do that. Well, what has been going on? Because your your whole man, you like I said. Uh, I mean, everybody knows micro niche finders. I'm not going to do the stroke like I have to do. Everybody on the call knows who the hell you are. But it seems to me like you kind of systemize your whole approach. You're doing the whole. And I'm going to be honest with you. That's one of my rants, but it's working for you. Um, it's it's not that I've ever tried one, but. Um, you're using kind of a webinar model real effectively, and my biggest issue is probably because I got this ancient Dell computer, much like my cell phone, which finally shot Snake Eyes after eight years. But um, this is working out real well for you, and the and the content is good. You're you're coming up with some strange characters on there. I mean, we're going from Halloween niches to that 
that goofball you had on the other. I liked the Jason interview. I thought that was cool, if nothing else. The the part about uh, the copywriter about the offer. I mean, if if nothing else, uh, it's it, it's a it's a cool format, and it's pretty much what I see you do now. I kind of went back and looked at uh, all the emails, and uh, you seem to be cranking one of these out every couple of weeks, and they're quality. How's yeah. that? Yeah, I mean, let me just uh, throw out a shout out to Jason. If Jason's on here, man. Jason is, is Jason's a little boy genius, man. Oh yeah, that, that guy. That guy is great. I love to have him on a webinar because I learn stuff on that. You know, I've been around in the business for a long time, but I, I learned stuff from Jason. So, yeah, shout out to Jason. He's great. You know, it was and, cool. I mean, like I said, if if nothing else, I love the part where he's talking about, well, you know, the well, yeah, you know, the old uh, the beater of a car. He said the greatest copywriting in the world isn't going to sell that thing for 400000 <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. And it all does come down to the offer. Um, and it seemed like he really, I mean, that's really, really what it is. And um, like I said, almost like the sign in the desert got water sometimes can be effective. And, uh, well, it is effective over some of these dribbly pages. Um, what is the stuff going on out there? Let's talk about, so anyway, the model, but th- that particular as far as your marketing, because you're, you're kind of a low-key guy, and I wanted to bring that up because, you know, you got two types of people. you got the guys that got to be loud and seen like me because, you know, that's just the shtick, and then you have the guru types that just flat out when they, you know, you know, they walk on water, they mail, and then you got these guys kind of like you that just are kind of, uh, kind of under the radar. I hate using that cliche, and you're really um, more known for just putting out good quality stuff. But it's usually, like I said, these people, some sometimes obscure people, which is kind of why I like your stuff. Um, you don't. You're really not out there focusing on yourself too much. But when you get kind of an email from you and it says James Jones, you know, okay, well, it's probably nothing he's doing necessarily, but he's probably got somebody pretty cool on. Is that? Yeah, I, is that pretty and, cool? I try to. I try to go out and find people that are a little bit under the radar, and mm-hmm. or at least try to find products that have not been released to the internet community yet. Try to get get in on the you know the, the first wave of that, so I can bring something new to the table. And right. I like doing it with webinars because webinars are really great content. I mean, you get someone on there, you give them an hour to do a, a nice presentation where they're giving really good content, and they get you know ten fifteen minutes to do a pitch. And exactly, you know, and, and I and know then, then they uh, my people get to ask questions, which that's one of my big things is there's no use having a webinar unless you're going to have a Q and A session. You and you don't like pre-recorded video. seminars. I know oh, that's no, one of your no, big no, no, pet no, 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 You can no, go no. ahead and rant about because that's bullshit. I think I, I I'm I'm with you. First of all, the, yeah, my yeah, biggest issue. I think I think, I, I think your boy uh, your boy did, who's that guy that you like so much, Ryan? Uh, what's his name? Oh, Ryan Dice. Ryan Dice. Yeah, the guy. You and him are best buddies. Yeah, no, we're yeah. not too. Well, you mean uh, the one who wrote uh, my nine-year-old daughter exposes big something and thought that was a funny yeah. headline? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, he I'm does not. that. He does. He does. Or he at least he did. Now maybe he was just experimenting around with it, but you know, I didn't appreciate the fact that I thought that it was a live uh, webinar, and I get halfway into it and realize it's recorded. Yeah. So I would. Yeah. yeah I, I would never do something like that. No, no, I know. And 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 the point is, if you want to record it, that's fine because that's leverage. But but don't but do it after. Oh yeah. The fact. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, don't promote it as live when it's yeah. been in the can for a month. People want you to record the thing and then send out the recording so they can sure. watch it again. Or if they didn't have a chance to get on it to begin with, they you know, have a chance to see the content. Yeah, you know, and that's fine as long as they know it's recorded. What what I don't like is someone who sends out a webinar pretending like it's a live webinar and it's just a recorded, you know, 
presentation. Not cool. Right. No, I, and I like the fact that you actually do the, your webinars. My biggest thing is, like I said, I get a lot of these. I see it a ton. I mean, I'm on every real estate list, uh, and I mean they can't send an email out without a webinar attached to it. And it seems like you get eight emails, and there's eight different webinar things you got to download. So Vinny just skips it half the time because um, – one, I, I'm just not into downloading all the software. At least the way you do it is if I actually have, you know, your version. But if I miss it, I like, you know, within the case of Jason, I was able to come back and catch that show. Are you still there? Yep, I'm here. Oh, okay, because we, we, right, right now the lightning is coming down in Florida, and it is, uh, my cat's outside. She's meowing. She's going to have to go find shelter on her own. Well, Sorry. She's got to go for what she knows. So. If you need to go get your cat, man, go ahead. I'm no, man, the cat's all right. She's under the billing. I'm just afraid we're going to lose power, and I'm on a landline phone because my cell phone shot stink eyes. I had an eight-year-old Nextel, and um, I have tried five phones, okay. and I can't get a SIM card, uh, my SIM card to fit in any of them. So I am off the grid. Let me tell you about my week of technology. Go for it. First off, first off okay, well, this is about two weeks ago. My cell phone evidently spilled some water, got some water in it. I didn't spill it. It just must have picked up some water off the kitchen cabinet. It totally fried the thing. So that was, you know, two days without a cell phone. Finally get the new cell phone, but then I have to load everything back in. Pain, you know, big pain. Get over that, and then we end up uh, having server issues where basically our help desk is just so memory intensive. It's sucking all the bandwidth out of our server. It's the gypsy and hackers, bro. They got me, too. Yeah, they got me, too. No, no, no. It's no, it's not that. It's I mean, we have security on there to make sure that we're, we're not, you know, believe me, I've had that happen before. So I know that's not what it is. It's, so it's, you've it's had the gypsy hackers use, get you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Uh, but that's been years ago. But this was just because this, this, the help desk software is just getting, you know, lots of tickets which gets hit several times a minute. So it's slowing down the server, and we've got to offload stuff to other places, and it's just a big, you know, a big hassle. Uh, you know, of course, it's just growing pains. That is. But then uh, my um, office computer decides that it's going to OD on Coke Zero. Mm. And um, the fan on the computer just happens to be on the top, which is the stupidest place in the world to put a fan with the vents on the top. And so when I dropped the Coke Zero off the desk, the fan just sucked that stuff up. <laughs> I could hear it going. <laughs> and then Good I. God. Oh. That's like, that's like back in the 80s when I had a plate of disco powder and some chick knocked a glass, a 40-ounce bottle of uh, Pepsi over it. And uh, um, But those were the 80s. And you just want to literally throw her or something. Uh, Sylvia took a baseball bat. I told her, because she's always so calm about things, I said one of the best ways to handle technology issues is to do the Vinny method of throwing things through plate glass windows, taking baseball bats and objects. Uh, because it's better than the bleeding ulcer that you get fighting it. And I'm not qualified to fight it. So for me, it's easier to bust it, break it, and go buy a new one. All right. So, yeah, I took the computer in. It was shot. I mean, it started hissing and popping and cracking, and the screen went blank, and then I started smelling burnt Coke Zero. That's never a good time when you smell burnt Coke Zero. I don't know what burnt Coke Zero is, but it doesn't sound good. 
Coke, Coke Zero. It's the it's oh, the Coke no Zero. Caffeine. I keep thinking you're saying Coke or something. All right, Coke Zero. Got gotcha. you. Zero. It's the okay. no caffeine, no sugar, no cholesterol, no nothing. It's basically it's basically just bottled air with some carbonation. Gotcha. So I take the computer across the street to the uh, to the shop, and the girl um, immediately starts laughing at me and telling me that uh, yeah, it'll be next week before oh, we can course. even look at it. So then uh, she's probably gonna outsource it to Haku. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so then uh, I did this webinar with Brian on Friday, which turned out to be a really good webinar, and I was very excited about trying to get the download of it and get it up on the website. Right. And, of course, it takes work. Uh, I worked basically six hours yesterday trying to get this stupid download file converted into a, file, a format that would not be humongously large to watch. Never could get it, so I ended up having this humongously large file on the website, which now I'm getting support emails telling me that people can't download it because it's too large. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, that's the one. I, I think after eight hours, I was at 4%. I thought it was just my computer. So then uh, I had an invisible fencing installed this week because my dog has decided at the age of nine years old that she's going to take up chasing cars. Ah. And so no. I got the visible fencing installed, and um, you're supposed to be training the dog. You put the collar on the dog. You let the dog out. You know, you do the border, the perimeter tree right. training and stuff. And so... I accidentally opened the door. Not accidentally, I just forgot. And I opened the door, and she runs out, and the collar's on the table. And I grab the collar, and there's a field of rabbits up here in my neighbor's yard. And she takes off after the rabbits, and I'm running after her, and I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. I hit that border, and all of a sudden, pop! I've got the collar in my hand. Oh, man, do them invisible fences work, like, on people and stuff? Because, like, like, in my neighborhood where there's man, restaurant is, I'd like to have one, Anything man. That's, ha- that's handling, it'll work on anybody that's stupid enough to have those electrodes in their hands. So, yeah, it, um, it, it's kind of... So the dog after nine years, my God, and by the way, if I do lose power, because, I mean, I have never it, seen it, it, it is absolutely freaking pouring down here. I don't know what's... What's we just, happening? We just had it about we had it about three hours ago where it was a monsoon here. Okay, so in the course of the guy installing the invisible fencing, he right. evidently nicked he evidently nicked my uh, internet cable. So the internet's been working fine until today when I actually needed it to work. Right. It goes down. Damn, brother! You because, don't you you're not this this is not James Jones type stuff that happens to you. This I know, dude. I mean, stuff this stuff usually doesn't happen to me. I don't know what's going on here. Now yeah. I've been so, sniping into the old lady across the street for like four years uh, is her, because is her husband, I mean, yeah, I've got a big long coaxial that goes to the little old lady who lives across the street. I got like I mean, it's like two hundred feet of coaxial because she's got HBO. I'm just that's the kind type of content rich gold information I admit to on shows, you know. So anyway, but, the cable guy does come out today. I mean, the the internet guy was able to actually get out here today. Right. And he diagnosed and figures out the problem quickly. And he's out here working during the storm. And I'm scared to death the guy is going to get is going to get electrocuted. Right. So I'm coming outside saying, Hey, why don't you come inside and just wait for the storm? No, no, I don't care. It's all right. Luckily, he didn't get struck by lightning out here. But now I've got this cable laying on the ground where somebody's going to come and bury this thing, and I'm sure they'll tear my yard up. Um, and then, uh, of course, he gets the Internet working, working perfectly. I'm able to send the email out, and 30 seconds later, the freaking power goes off. Yeah, no, and I'm thinking, man, I said, I'm I hope. Standing out here, I'm standing out here in my gazebo because it's a little bit cooler out here than it is inside. Right. 
Oh, and, and that's the thing people don't realize about being now. When we had the hurricanes go through central Florida, one, two, three, right, made a big X. That's 17 days without power and that heat. It, it tend to make you a little cranky. I'm telling We've you, had, people. We uh, had today is our 15th day of like 95 or above weather. Well, I think there's definitely, I don't know, this ain't, this ain't an endorsement for Al Gore, but I'm going to tell you something. This was the coldest winter I have ever seen in Florida. I mean, I mean, freezing temperatures for days in central Florida. It's not supposed to happen. I, I, it's like the friggin' ozone hole was over my, my uh, restaurant because I have a feeling this is going to be the hottest summer because it has been, I mean, you walk out of the shower, you're sweating down here in Florida right now. That's why I don't understand why these old people come down here um, and think they can really live here in Florida. It's outdoor if any more of the baits come out of the woodwork. Yeah, exactly. Good God. It's, it was cold winter, and I think it's going to be hot. Um, what other stuff? Hey, I saw something that you mentioned, which I'm glad you did, because I did a show on this a long time ago. And let's bring it up to these people so they don't think you're nuts or I am. I mean, they probably will give you more credit. That's the cash for gold scam. I know you're nuts, dude. Well, I am, but but the truth is I did a show over a year ago and warned people, told people about this cash for gold thing. I also predicted back then uh, a funky metal nobody talks about had the most potential, and I went back and I see that uh, it's doubled since I did that show, and that's uh, palladium. But... Explain to people, because I'm going to do it in a harsher way maybe. Guys, cash for gold. If you're dumb enough to send in your gold of any kind to any TV cash for gold place, you're a friggin' idiot. Yeah, um, if you don't have the, the skill or knowledge to sell, I mean, the best place to, to sell it is, is honestly is probably eBay. If you know what you're doing. But if you don't know what you're doing, and let me tell you, it's easy to get scammed when you're selling metals like that because the scammers are out there. Uh, if you don't know what you're doing, take it to, to a, uh, a several jewelry stores and just get them to appraise it for you. Well, you and I actually gave out two legit refiners. There are legitimate refiners, one go. of which has there been a bit, yeah. yeah, there are a couple legit ones out there. And you can, by the way, everybody, you can go on Google and punch in what's called a scrap gold calculator, and there's a couple of them. And you can literally, it'll break it down 10 carat, 14, and you put the spot price of gold in there. You punch the, the amount of grams or penny weights you have, and it will give you the actual value of your gold. And you will be stunned when you find out the value of your gold might be $600. I promise you that if you send it in, you'd be lucky to get back 150 uh, you're paying for that television time when you do it. Yeah. I just see it happen at the these mall. These guys that sit up in the mall. These guys yep, up the in mall. mall yep. they like, don't don't touch those guys. You'll get maybe ten to twenty percent of the value. The Absolutely. Value, um, which is not good. If you go to a jewelry store, you'll get anywhere from forty to sixty percent. Maybe even a pawn shop will do better than the uh, the guys in the mall and the TV guys. Uh, so if you need a quick sale, take it to several jewelry stores. Uh, if you have silver coins or gold coins. That's that a different ballgame. Um, eBay, yeah, now, eBay pieced out. EBay, um, yep. Yeah, eBay is the best place to sell those if you know what you're You can actually make more uh, than the metal price on, on eBay. Yep. But then, you, you know, you're paying some premium for placing the ad, and, the you know, you got to pay eBay their little nit, and you got to pay some to PayPal and stuff. And you've got to know what you're doing because there's scammers out there. 
Well, well, yeah, I'll see, that was one of the reasons PayPal shut me down, because Vinny decided, why sell one coin when you could sell 5000 worth a week of junk silver halves? And I, uh, PayPal just all of a sudden wanted to know why I was going from selling $200 up to, like, whatever it was. I, I know you actually, I think the first time we talked, you... Uh, you were picking up some ninety uh, percent silver halves. Are you still doing that? I, I tell you what, yeah, I like silver. Just well, there's more upside to it for the way it looks, and just the fact that it's it's easy to handle. Um, the the carrying costs aren't nearly as much as gold, right? And you and you can find it. You know, you can, you can place an ad, which is what I did. Place ads on Craigslist, asking yep. people, you know, for their silver coins, and you know, I went out and I paid. I ended up paying probably about about uh, spot value. For which it, which is way better than the coin it. dealer because he's going to whack you with that premium. And, you know, you bring yeah, exactly. up another point. You bring up a great point. When I, I did a show on this with Classified. Craig said the same thing. If you're looking for something out there, people, it's like Jim Straw used to say, and they said, well, how do I find it? And his answer was always real simple. He said, well, go ask for it, advertise for it. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, I was going to bring this up to you because I know early on you used to do those things with those funky graphing calculators. Now, I don't know what the hell one even does. You remember but, that? You remember that? I barely remember I, that. I remember yeah. cigar purses, brother. I got it. I yeah. had everything you ever did, man. I mean, let me, let's me let explain about the graphing calculators, though. I did a course on how to find stuff to uh, to sell on eBay. I own the course, bro. And one of the, one of the things I talked about was liquidation.com, mm-hmm. and I showed people how – and I actually did this live. I went on liquidation.com, and I bought uh, a lot of HP calculators, and they were graphing calculators. And I showed people how to do the research to find out, you know, if you could sell them at a profit. And then I actually went to eBay and put my ads up and or put the auctions up and showed people how I was selling you know, the, the, the graphing calculator. So I was really surprised you remembered that. I forgot Well, I got it. the course, and that's the one I think you were half in the tank on. I think that's back in your drinking days. That was one of the best eBay courses ever because for my <laughs> barter students, my barter students, I actually referenced that liquidation.com is a legit site. Um, and, um, you know, do you got to do your due diligence like anything else. But what's interesting yeah. now is the diabetic test strip thing I told you about, which just blows my mind. Um but back to the calculators. If you punch in Google in quotes, I buy or pay cash for, and just put it in quotes, you will get some results back that are really strange. So one of them was I buy graphing calculators, and it was a company that listed about 50, and if you just punched your model in, it would tell you how much they'd pay you. So now me not knowing a thing about graphing calculators, I said, okay, well, if they're paying me $20 for this particular model, I'll just run an ad, say I buy a grass. So I had more action on that. I ended up picking these things up. Um, you know, I would use, in other words, somebody called and say, I got a Texas instrument, this or that. I'd say, hold on a second. I'd punch it in. I'd look at what the, because I know this company's reselling. So I figured whatever price that they were paying was giving me a good idea. And in almost every case, you could get about three to one, four to go. one. That's exactly how you do it, dude. Yep. You know what? You used, I, I used to do it with cell phones, and I'm, I know you can still do it with cell phones because there are guys here in my city that have the little bandit signs out on the street corners that say, I buy cell phones. I got my bandit signs out today, and uh, I'm already getting calls. And I'm, Why don't you explain uh, what bandit – I know people don't know what bandit signs are. Why don't you explain bandit signs? Well, I'm going to tell you something. Um, the, 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 the guy learned it from Zazamal, um, and this guy is probably worth, I don't know, $50, 60000000 million. And I'm going to be totally honest with you. He 
he still uses bandit signs. Bandit signs are leverage. It's almost like offline traffic. It's one of those annoying little signs you see or sometimes don't see that um, if it's placed correctly at an intersection, can triple your offline business. It could, it can, you can put a, a a website affiliate offer, shorten it like some of these places like eHarmony.com. You, you know, do a redirect. You can use it to get buyers. Like I have signs out there right now, uh, three bedroom, two house. You know, I mean, three bedroom, two bath house. I don't have anything under contract, but what it does is generates leads. I can turn around and sell these leads to these brokers for fifty to a hundred bucks a lead. Sylvia's doing down in Canada right now, crushing it. And these are ugly handwritten neon yellow signs of all the ones that have been tested the 18 by 24 i believe you want to make it look handwriting there's a psychology behind it when you're selling something like must sell going to jail uh four bedroom two bath uh phone number 24 7. um the reason is is when someone sees that they say damn i'm not dealing with some slick real estate agent now we put these signs out today about three hours ago. I've already got four calls in, and, and we're talking in the rain. Um, I haven't even checked the Google voicemail, but you can use this for anything. I've got uh, here in Polk County. I see the um, I buy uh, scrap cars for one fifty or whatever the number. But what's selling, amazing? Uh, selling one selling one carat diamond ring. The, the rabbit didn't die. Yeah, <laughs> the rabbit. You have, to, you have to be a little. You have to be a little older to get that one, but. Yeah, I thought I yeah, well I'm getting there. <laughs> happy belated birthday. I actually wished you happy birthday. I think I caught you on the same day. I caught you. I'm not gonna tell them what you turned. This was a while back. I sent you the happy birthday wish. I think I don't I, advertise mine. I don't care, man. I'm forty I am forty uh, uh, what? Yeah, I got forty eight. Forty eight. No, I, I forget. I have to add it up. You know, I, I do care, sometimes, I you know, because I, I feel be, better I feel better today. Uh, at this age than I did at 38. So That's because you're going to pitch me some Mona V product right now. Go ahead. What's the MLM yeah. product? I am, uh, I've got this uh, <laughs> new stuff that I am injecting <laughs> into my veins. It's uh, pure carrot juice. Oh, good God. What are your mainlining added, carrot juice? Pure carrot juice with our special added uh, enzyme. It, it, we get from you're banging out. this in your arm? Yeah, man. You just... Put the needle in there and you just oh, inject it. Oh, good God. Like, no, you, you like, lost uh, me on the needle part. 150 cc's every morning, and you feel like a carrot. Damn. Hey, but, but back to bandit signs. If you, I mean, if you get these bandit signs, people, I, I mean, it's hard to, like I said, if, if uh, ozameo.com, there's a video up there. Tell that, them what are called bandit signs, though. Well, because why? Well, because you have what's called sign Nazis who don't like them. But if you do it like a badass, as he says, you. The, I'll tell you yeah, the way. Like, let me let me like, tell you the best way to use them. At, Twelve o'clock at night, and then they don't get around to taking them down until right. like two days later. Because yeah, because the sign the sign patrol code enforcement um, doesn't work on the weekends. But really, you want to know the best way to use a bandit sign for? There is a couple in Boston right now that has one sign in their yard. They're making seven thousand dollars a month off the sign because they have a corner house that gets a ton of traffic. It's on their own property. One of the coolest ways to use bandit signs, instead of sneaking around, is to find somebody, if, especially if you're in real estate, find someone who's got a property at an intersection or a corner lot, could be commercial, could be a, you know, residential, and say, hey, look, um, you know, send, a, send a pretty girl in or whatever your pitch is. Just say, hey, 
if I pay you 50 bucks, I'm trying to sell a house, uh, could I put my sign up here? And I'm telling you, in many cases, um, you, the, you don't have to worry about, first of all, the sign Nazis. Number two, if it's positioned correctly, the amount of, the amount of calls can be staggering. I mean, I had a student that just did this, and he got 15 calls in the first hour, and they do work. But again, it, it's all, it comes down to like anything else. You've got to have an offer, and you've got to have it positioned. If nobody can see it, if it's on, you know, it's got to be, you know, like a school zone type thing. But the best way to get around the whole thing is just go up and bribe somebody. I've handed, I, I would gladly hand somebody 50 bucks to stick a sign in about one of three locations around here, or even 100 bucks, because I know that sign's going to produce a lot more than that. Um, they are paying a lot of money. Right now, home loan modifications, companies are paying up to 100 bucks just for the application. Um, I mean, you know, but again, you can do it for anything. If you find an item um, that, like you said, whether it's graphic calculators, cell phones, whatever it is, you know, it, it it's very effective. So, um, yeah, is yeah, it, you know, I used to be in the restaurant business, and, and we uh, literally know. lived and died by the by our billboards. Yeah, and really, it's the same concept. I mean, you got to get the right location uh, at the right offer, and if you do, you'll get a ton of traffic, and if you don't, you won't. And there is a psychology again. A lot of people, you you know, swear by these beautiful, slick-looking, professionally printed ones. And um, you know, I had the vice president of USB Investments who was eating in here the other day, and we were talking about signs. And he said, "You know what? Damn it! I stopped the other day because I saw one of those signs, and it's this ugly yellow and neon yellow, and it's handwritten, desperate, must sell." cash, you know, whatever, and most likely that was an individual that was just generating leads. It's, you know, like there's a, you know, if you, I don't know if you get it in North Carolina, we got a serve. In fact, it got so big they've named a stadium after him, 1-800-ASK-GARY, and uh, they always got some, you know, lady on there, did you slip and fall? Call a lawyer, ask Gary, 1-800. Well, all it is is a referral service. Yeah, I'm telling right. you, these people are banking so much money with that that they literally I don't know if it's here in Florida or or a neighboring you state. They, they named us they have a they stadium. They named a stadium one eight hundred after Because that's like a thirty million dollar deal with a you know, naming a stadium. So they must they must be making a ton of money. Yeah, well they are and that's one thing that, you know, uh Ozumail, one of the most brilliant things Wall Street Journal wrote about it, uh, about one of the techniques he uses. He said, Can't sell your house, maybe you don't want to. He's got houses where he sticks bandit signs up in front of him. He's got them way overpriced. If you're dumb enough to buy them, he'll sell it to you. But he really didn't want to sell them. And they're generating about 10000 a month just off the signs. Um, it's incredible. It's a lead generation tool. And like I said, there's some nuances to it. But basically, you're looking for places, you know, where cars aren't whipping by 80 miles an hour. They're, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it makes a lot of sense because my dad, when I was growing up, he had a, um, a garage. And it, uh, the advertising, billboard advertising people came to him and rented space on, on his property and paid him. I think even back then, this is back in the 80s, I think it was like $750 a month. Wow. Which, you know, which probably they would have paid That's a lot good money, more, yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, they paid they paid that much for a, a two, it was like a two-billboard sign on his property. Yeah, no, it, no, it's very, very cool stuff, and there's 100 different applications for it. Like I said, um, right now, 
Um, I basically have, uh, you know, I, I try to leverage my assets. I got real estate agents. I said, hey, look, I bring you buyers. What do you do for Vinny? And, uh, you know, the standard fee is 25% of their commission. And before that, I go up to the lender. I say, hey, I'm getting 30 people calling me a day, want houses. Can you handle it? What you're going to do for Vinny? It usually, you know, it's 250 up to $500. And again, you got to, you know, you can't call it a referral fee. If they 1099 you, it's, it's legal. I mean, you know, you got to get with your state law on it. But um, one one house without owning, touching, flipping, doing nothing can uh, can make you 1500 bucks. It's a, a cool concept, but again, it can be you applied. Come to, up, man, you need to come up with a course on that. Well, no, that, that actually comes from Oz and Mayo. I, I, um, I, I'm not taking credit for it. It, but it doesn't matter though. I mean, you're, if you're doing it and you know how to do it and you've got your own twist to it, you can do it. You can come out with oh, a course and show other yeah. people how to do it. Hey, I've been looking for someone who who knows how to do the, uh, you know, selling selling the leads. Right. You know, put up a website. Put up a website, or even doing it with your bandit signs or whatever, and finding leads for real estate and selling the leads to the real estate companies. And that, uh, that's a, and that's that, a great little business, and I don't, I don't do that. I don't know how to do it, but I'd love to find somebody that does it. No, uh, I don't. We'll I definitely talk more it. about it because there's a hundred different applications. Like I said, I, I never. One of the, the, the real cool things was, once again, you know, instead of having to put it on, you know, public property or something, you could literally go up. Like I said, there is a couple in Boston that generate seven thousand a month. Their mortgage, mind you, is about fifteen hundred. Um, seven thousand a month. And it's all off one sign, and I don't know what the sign says. It might say um, four bedroom, two bath, no qual, you know, easy terms. Call and it and they're tan red and asterisk asterisk, and it's, and and it goes right to a call center. Um, you you can streamline the process to where uh, once you've got a lender in place, the lender gets them approved. He sends them right over to your real estate agent. And that's on the real estate end, but uh, yeah, you could do it with phones. You hey, could do it you with. Need to any. Do your, uh, you need to do a little intro about yourself, because I bet you you've got a bunch of people on here tonight that don't know who you are, just from my email. Oh yeah, because of you. So well yeah, because you mailed for me once. Yeah, yeah. yeah James was gonna. Know, you know, you, you talked about. I mean, you talk about uh, people coming in to eat, so people don't know about what you're. Yeah, doing no, I, 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 um, I unfortunately own a restaurant. I can't stand the restaurant business. You apparently like it. I, uh, my products barter arbitrage. No, dude, I, hate, I hated it. I hated it. I, just, <laughs> I did it because I needed to make money back then. But yeah. Yeah. No, the restaurant does really, really well. But um, unfortunately, now you know we're a seafood restaurant. We got oil in the Gulf. That's causing prices uh, jacked up. Um, I only have one product out. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get it to you in time. I thought for for some reason. Um, it was funny. I told Sylvia. I said I guess James really wasn't joking when he said, "Dude, I needed that product a month ago." But uh, it's barterarbitrage.com. Okay. <laughs> Great product, man. I mean, no, I needed it in October of last year. And yeah, I know you did. Like January. Yeah, Sylvia, Sylvia would call up and say, are you ever going to finish it? I'd say, um, I'm trying. You know, it was like uh, it wasn't something I could just snap out. Um, probably the best barter product ever done, including Jay Abrahams. Um, and I've heard that from people who have paid thousands. And, I mean, I'm not in Jay's league, but I definitely have a different spin I don't teach chickens for goats. It's all about leverage. I mean, that's what we do. JVs, um, you know, cool stuff. It's it's not what that. My biggest hurdle is the fact that the barter industry has pretty much um, 
created this mindset that barter is a step back in time, and they promote it as a chickens, welfare case. Chickens, yeah, chickens for goats. So chickens for goats, I had man, to coin I got, I got a pig, and I need a sheep, so yep. are you the man that woke me up? Exactly. And the fact of the yep. matter is you can go in and you can get full-page ads for pennies on the dollar that you could run instead of, you know, doing these on, you know, wherever, you know, when, I mean, you're, you're one of the bigger affiliates. I mean, like when Kern puts a launch out and everybody's fighting over, you know, sending to their list and stuff, you could actually go and, and put that in Entrepreneur Magazine, which would run you 52,000 cash for a half page. You can get it on trade for pennies on the dollar. He wouldn't even know who the hell he'd send in the check to, and that's a monthly. Um, you can do, I mean, the amount of stuff available and what you can do with it, um, I got a model. Uh, she needed dental work done, six thousand uh, dollars. The guy wasn't a member of trade. I just bribed him. I went. I found out he liked to fish. I, I went to the uh, exchange and got him a seven thousand dollar trip um, to Alaska to king salmon fishing um, because everybody has margins. That's my whole point. We know if a dentist is charging six thousand, it doesn't cost him six grand in hard costs. And that trip didn't cost me seven thousand. I got it for ten cents on the dollar. So in essence, she got her braces done for probably what amounted to about seven eight hundred bucks. And I got a lot of good perks that I can't talk about on the air. I know you know who I'm talking about, by the way, because I sent you her latest video clip. Oh yeah, that's a model, all right. Yeah, Kate from um, Mill Funners. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, she's pissed off about that. She, she's pissed off. She said, I'm 27 years old. And I said, look, everybody on the friggin' site is about 25 or 26. So I don't know why. Uh, she said, but I'm not a MILF, am I, Vinny? I said, that, no, honey, you're not a MILF. It's okay. That, you're that, reminds, be all right. me that, that reminds me that when, I, I, when the power went off here, mm -hmm. I called what I thought was the number to call for Duke Powers, our utility company. I thought I'd heard this number being mentioned on TV or something, 1-800-POWER-ON. Or, or or power off, one or the other. I can't remember which one I dialed. And when I dialed it, I get this uh, this 800 sex line. No. No, no, no lie, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm standing there like, wow. That that's just the that's that's just the cap for the week. Is getting you know dialing to report your powers off, and you get a, an 800 sex line. Well, usually in the old days it was one nine hundred. Um, hey, whatever no, happened to nine hundred numbers? What? I'm curious. Remember that that was big one back in the day. One word for you, man. One word for you, man. Internet. Yeah. What do you need? Well, you I, need I was just stuff? curious, man. When I was in Vegas selling sports picks, man, you could get my lock Monday night winner of the year guaranteed on a nine hundred number. And uh, yeah, I guess it was. I guess it did go the way of the internet. Um, yeah. Let me ask you this. Give us some marketers out there that are underrated. I know Dave. I never pronounced his last name correctly. I'm going to let you do it so I don't butcher it. Who are the guys out there that um, have good stuff that um, kind of stay in the shadows like the smoking man besides yourself, although you're a little more out there. But I know like one of your mentors was Dave V. I, won't, I can never say his last name. Yeah, his um, name is he, – and he, and he was one of my mentors. He still right. is Dave, Dave Volier. And his, right. his, uh, his, his last name is French. Okay, uh, which I won't hold against a, him. No, he's as American as apple pie. I mean, yeah. He's not he a French-Canadian, like though, is he? No, no. He okay. lives in uh, – it's either Ithaca or Utica, New York. I never can right. remember which one it is. But up there in the frozen north somewhere. Um, uh, but not Canada. But, yeah, Dave Bollier, he was – he's one of my mentors. Um, um 
Frank Kern, man, he, um, I love I love everything Frank does. Frank is is I mean he's he's real. Yeah, and that's weird. Marketers. You just don't strike me as a Frank Kern fan. I that, and no, you was, actually man, were one of his great. top affiliates. And I tell I was telling Brian McLeod. No, no, I wasn't. No, I no, thought I you wasn't, were on dude. one product. No, I have only promoted. I have never promoted anything Frank's ever done. Oh, you haven't. I thought one. The I only thought, thing I ever did was that one. That one funny email I sent out. Where you said I'll sleep with you, can sleep with my old lady or something. Yeah, yeah, because I love um, that, by the way. And it wasn't because I didn't like his stuff. It was just because it didn't fit in with what I was doing. Right. And uh, honestly, it was uh, the mass control product. And I said, look, you don't need to you don't need to buy mass control because if you just watch what he's doing, he's showing you everything that he does in mass control in the emails. I've said that. I said yeah. he leaves a paper trail every time Frank Kern it's does not, a launch. It's just, just save every freaking I mean, email. It's the complete thing. It's the yeah, complete you're getting thing. it. It's there. So, so, and what I said in this email was, um, and this is this was just to cover my cover my butt here. Mm-hmm. This is I did not have a girlfriend at this time. Right. Um, and I said, I, I mentioned in the email, you know, Frank's got this new. Here's basically here's what he, he had Frank had done. He said, if you will send an email out. And promote my um, not webinar back t- back then it was a uh, tele teleseminar so it was a telephone call. If you will just get people on my teleseminar, I will give you um, five hundred bucks. If you get five hundred people on, I'll give you five hundred bucks. But if you've got to get at least five hundred, or you won't get anything. So I thought, well, you know, it's a good product. I'm not going to promote it, so I'll just tell people to go on the the teleseminar to find out you know more about how he's doing this mass control stuff. And so in the email I said, don't buy this, but this is, you know, this is how Frank does the mass control, and you can learn more about it. If you get on the teleseminar, you don't have to buy the product; just get on the teleseminar. And then everybody in the world was offering all kinds of bonuses for getting on the teleseminar, and I, I didn't offer any kind of bonus. I didn't <laughs> you offered something, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I was just, you know, just kind of jokingly, I said, P.S. If you um, if you click this link to get on the teleseminar, uh, or no, I'm sorry. If you buy if you buy Mass Control, um, I will let you sleep with my girlfriend. And I said, and then PPS. This is limited to the first ten people because that's usually how they you know they do it. You know, first ten or whatever. And I was just doing it jokingly, and then of course I got some slack from that. But most of right. the people thought it was most of the people understood the humor humor behind it that I was making fun of all these people that offer all these outrageous bonuses for buying these products. Cool. So hey, that listen. Was the, that was the I, one time that I promoted the Frank Kern product, although I think Frank Kern is the he is probably the king daddy internet marketer out there. And I like the guy because he's actually he's actually done this stuff. You know, he's done you know well, not yeah, just that's the whole internet thing. marketing stuff. He had you know he had the product with and I know this is already out there with the dog training. And right. he had the product with the uh, the talking parrot, and he had all kinds of products. So he also studied Jim Straw too. It's interesting. Yeah. A lot of people forget there was a. In fact, Jim brought that to my attention one day. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Frank lived in Macon, Georgia, or somewhere. Yes. And uh, he was referencing, and it was a beautiful testimonial. And then when you figured out who was writing this, you realize, holy shit, that's Frank Kern. And he was but, right you know, about some of these guys, most of these, most of these guru, you know, quote unquote guru guys, the only thing they've ever done is they've sold internet marketing stuff to the internet marketing community. Sure. And they're just, you know, they're just, this is fake. I don't, I don't think you're real unless you've had 
you've done marketing in real markets. Well, that's what I, I I'm really getting sick of the serial mailers who their name is the same, but every single email has some different offer in it. I mean, I get there's a certain someone I can remember his name. I get ten ten a day, and they're all different products. He's just pounded me, and for whatever reason, I can't get the guy unsubscribed. Gentleman um, Knutson. Yeah, that's one of them. My goal you, in life, my business goal, I would be, I would, if I die tomorrow, I would be happy to get off his list. I can't get off his list. He keeps coming back. It. I don't know how you do it. That's the guy I was talking about. I didn't, yeah. you know, I got to make sure, you know, I, I'm trying to, I was trying to figure out uh, the, the pronunciation, and then I said, God, he just nailed it. Yep, that's who I'm talking about. That's one of them, and there's more. And it's like, good God, spare. Hey, hold on. I want to see if this is a call from a so, so and so. I got to walk right here to the switchboard. Hold on. I got three oh five on the on the line. Who is this? This is Clay Tipton. Oh, dude, if you're going to pull your stunt on me this time, don't do it. Are you are you going to no, keep? No, I, I ain't going. I ain't going to pull nothing. I just I wanted to tell you that I appreciate you having James on now. Okay. And his fans. I just okay. wanted to say I thought he made good software. That's all. Okay. For, are you a micro? That man. I'm one. Of, I am one of your fans too, dude. I thought. I thought that uh, that keyword, that keyword idea that you had is one of those brilliant things in the world. But I. You're not serious. That. The double. I was what, able to improve on that. Well, wait. Tell them the keyword, Clay. Go ahead and tell them one more time what the double keyword Brilliant. technique. You're a genius, dude. You're a genius. You take your keyword and you put it in the subject line twice. Okay. And when you put it in twice, you get twice the rankings because your keyword's in twice. All right. Okay, so Clay, you, can't beat this, me. you can't beat buddy. me on Obama is a socialist. My articles are going to be out on yours every time because I always put Obama is a socialist. A socialist, Obama. You can't what, beat so, me with that. Clay, I'll beat you, buddy, because I just I improved on your technique. And what you do is you take that uh, keyword phrase and you you insert that thing into your headline three times, and that's what you call the triple penetration. Oh, you two are nuts. You're telling me that you write like now. now you guys know. James, you know I don't write articles. This dude came on my show. He says something to the fact, Fluger reels are the best Fluger reels. And he's telling me, and you're telling me there's validity here. Now you're telling me, so how would you do Fluger reels? I told you it was going to work. I told, shit, I told you before it was going to work. You put that keyword in there three times, it's going to be three times as good. There All right, you go. so what'd you there call you that? The triple penetration technique. So there you go. That's it. That's it, Clay. You the man. How do you, James, how do you do Fluger reels? With triple penetration or whatever the hell you're calling this thing, this fluger reels are the best fluger reels in the fluger reel world. That's how. And I that's do the it. title of the friggin' article. Yeah, but that's just curiosity, man. That's curiosity. You ain't trying People to win no that. damn awards. You ain't trying to win no damn awards for writing a good. You're trying to get people in Google. You can't get no damn traffic in Google anyway. You're trying to get in Bing. That's where everybody's going. Bing is where everybody's Damn going. Damn right. Well, you try to do something with Google. Hey, you, Clay, you no what, buddy, Clay, I don't know what you just said, buddy. My power just came back on. That's you what I'm talking man. about. 
You are the man. Well, James, I, 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 I'll tell you, I, I like Micro Niche Finder a lot better than damn Australians. They got that damn Adobe crap. I can't get to work on my computer worth a damn. I got Windows on my computer. I, I use the Micro man, Niche I Finder. I can't even pronounce that stuff. I don't know what it was, but it don't work on my machine. I put it on Micro Niche Finder. That's what I like. I'm afraid to ask Clay this because the word samurai would imply Japan, and I, uh, I'm scared to ask, but... Uh, there, you know, when you hear about Micro Niche Finder, you hear about another product, so-called competition, called Market Samurai or something like that. Clay, would you care to give your review of which is better? My power just went off again. Thanks a lot there, Vince. <laughs> well, I hope I didn't Thanks do that. That's a, that's a, it's, a, it's the truth. If you put it in there and you put it on your computer, you're going to get up on Bing. You're going to use the double keyword technique. I said, oh, shit, I'm going to try that new three keywords in the headline see what I can get. And you go, you're going to get ranked. Okay, That's but in I terms do. of micro niche finder, how do you compare it to market samurai or what, whatever? I can't, use that damn, I can't use that damn software. I can't get the damn Adobe thing to work on my computer. I don't even mess with it. I okay. like micro niche finder. That's what I use. It's all right, Clay. We keep it simple, buddy. Keep it simple. You and James are very – now, you're in Jasper, Alabama. James is in North Carolina. Maybe you two uh, – Ought to hook up for a beer someday because I can't. We probably, we probably share some relatives. I, I bet you. We got a cousin in his kin. That's why. Oh, yeah. uh, Clay, um, dude, you were the only guy I ever threw off my show, and this I really got to get. Sorry. Back. Well, I'm sorry. I, I, that was all my fault. I was all fired up. I was all mad and fired up, and then I, I. Was, I just didn't act real Well, apparently you're getting validation by one of the better known and respected marketers in the world, unless you guys are both screwing with me, because uh, I cannot believe you can write an article that says Fluger Reels are the best Fluger Reels, best Fluger or something, whatever. The and best Fluger Reels are Fluger Reels, Fluger Reels. James, this has got validity. I can't believe, Vince, that you uh, that the way you have been um, disparaging my buddy uh, Clay here. I'm not disparaging him. I'm trying to give people information, and it doesn't make any sense to me. And the guy's been banned from every friggin' forum out there, and I just I don't understand how how well, it's, you know, it's because you you hang out on that uh, Warriors forum, and you know that thing is uh they ban you right up there, say nothing. And they ban you right out of there. They they ban you. Yeah, they that place will ban you for uh, if you sneeze. Well, I'm not saying nothing. I've been going to other places. I found other stuff on the internet. I don't need that damn place. Clay, um, are you still selling any? Are you still doing your model and doing well? And did you did you ever? How's the social life? Did that improve? Because you were hitting on every chick I knew last time. Well, I told you, I don't I don't want them gold diggers getting my stuff. Hmm. Ain't, there ain't all that many to pick from around here. That's all right. All right. Well, hey, uh, I appreciate you calling in. I'm um, I'm gonna have to have a drink after this show's over. Um, take care, buddy. Stay in touch. Um, I, I guess all you right. did, I guess you came up with the technique that um, apparently James says it works, and then um, that's what we go by. So I got to give you some props, dude. Appreciate it. All right. Well, I, I, I'm sorry about that thing that happened on the other show. I still listen to your shows. I appreciate it, man. 
I think James, right. apparently uh, you got something, you got gold. Uh, apparently you taught James J. Jones something, uh, which is. Well, apparently he got my power to come back on, so I, I appreciate that, Clay. All right, then, James. It was good talking to you now. Good talking to you, man. All right, I'll see y'all. All right, bye. Um, wow. Okay. You've got me. I'm. I'm. I have. Once again, I, I'm at a. How often do I am at a loss for words? Um, let's go on to some uh, uh, a triple keyword penetration. I'm not even going to touch it. Um, let's talk about CPA. What pisses you mm. off about that mm. besides the obvious stuff? And is there a right <laughs> way to do it? Yeah, just about everything. You're not screwing everybody over. Yeah, I, I hate CPA. Um, most, I would say, ninety percent of the CPA stuff, CPA offers out there are complete scams. Yeah, I'd go along. That's with why that. I had um, I had Marcus Campbell on for a webinar about uh, three weeks ago, and he talked about uh, he does a lot of CPA, but he does, and we call the webinar ethical CPA because he does the stuff that's not the dirty, underhanded stuff. Right. I do a I do a little bit of CPA, um, and CPA is called for action. It's where you get paid when someone clicks a link or they enter their email address, um, you know, they fill out a form or whatever. Um, and, you know, we were talking before, Vince, about the getting paid for real estate leads. Right. You know, if you if you hooked up with a real estate agent and you had a website that collected leads for real estate houses for sale in a certain area and then you passed on those leads to a real estate agent, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And, you're, you know, what you're saying is you can make some pretty good uh, bank yes, with that. Yeah, you sure can. It, I call it offline if, CPA, to be honest with you. You can you use go. the site to, to redirect them to a site or a phone number. And um, go ahead and talk about that but, while I light this well, cigarette because well, I can't the, find a lighter. So get, Well, the thing, the thing I don't like is, and this is 90% of what I see out there are the, the offers where it's like the diet offers where uh, you get this free – 30-day supply of XYZ diet pill, and but you've got to enter your, or you've got to pay shipping and handling for $4.95. And then right. what you don't realize is you've agreed to a monthly deal where they're going to send you this thing every month until until you die, and you're going to be paying $69 a month. That's the type of thing that I don't like. Well, here's another um, problem. The other what about one is where oh, the other one is where you get like it's free gift card to Walmart or PetSmart mm-hmm. or wherever, and people think that it's being offered by PetSmart or being offered by Walmart. Well, it's not. It's being offered by some affiliate marketer or some company that's just trying to get your information. And then, in order to get the card, you're going to have to fill out all these different offers, and some of them are offers that are paid offers. Some of them are for the diet pills. And for Netflix, and you will get and spammed, and you will be in the rabbit hole for life. And you um, will be no, not just spammed, but you will also be getting uh, signed up for stuff where you're going to have to pay something 30 days later. So it's it's all just a racket. That's not that's beyond forced continuity. That's like continuity dealt from it's the bottom. It's continuity hell. It's con- it's continuity hell. Yeah, and by the and way, I the the term forced continuity alone pisses me off because to me, yeah. Um, it's basically saying my product isn't good enough. I got to sneak it into you. Yes, exactly. Um, I, exactly. I really believe that. I got. I have no problem. With I mean, that that went around the rounds for, uh, a couple of years ago, and most of the 
legitimate marketers are, don't do that anymore, but you know, there's some still that do that. Continuity is great. About these people, I'm not talking about these people who, you know, they say, you know, here is this dollar report, yep, and then they tell you when you agree to this, you're going to have to pay $49 a month. As long as they're upfront about it, about sure. it, and tell you ahead of time, that's fine. But when they put it in the small print and you yep. can't hardly read it and you don't know it's there, that's when it's it's scammy. Uh, you know, I'll bring up a name. I, I'm not afraid of any. You know, I think he's a bright kid too. And it's, but I'll tell you, you know, it brings heat on the industry too. And I'm going to tell you, uh, Brian McLeod told me this two years ago, and he was right. He said these guys are going to bring some FTC heat down on themselves, and uh, you're seeing it now, like in the infomercials. You're seeing guys like. Um, and it's not necessarily the marketer. Uh, it's, it's oftentimes the person promoting it. I have, uh, you know, John Beck, for instance. He's a pretty nice man. Um, John Beck's part of that. Jeff Paul got himself in trouble. Um, a lot of these marketers out there, these FTC guidelines, um, you know, there's certain things you can and cannot do. And he had mentioned this to me when I first met him, that he said, you're going to see a whole lot of big names getting cracked here Um in terms of the, you know, and one of the guys that I think better start being careful, and he's got some good stuff, but he just, it's its getting to the point where I'm getting phone calls, et cetera, is Russell Bronson. And I think he's another guy who's got to be careful with the aggressiveness. I mean, market and sell, but, man, there's a right way and a wrong way. Well, I'm not saying he's not that. profitable. I'm not that. saying he's not successful. I like the kid, but, boy, I'll tell you what, I've well, ask yourself this, Vince. Has he ever done anything outside of selling Internet marketing stuff? Well, I think he wrestled. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I totally, yeah. Did, 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 he, did he sell information on how to be a better wrestler? Did he, did he have any kind uh, of... I, 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 I have no idea. Probably not. I think uh, Matt uh, Fury actually... Um, yeah, I think Matt Fury actually did that. And, and Matt Fury, I think, have, actually a lot knows a little stuff guy. about... I wouldn't want to get in a fight with Matt Fury. Um, no, because no. he can like do things with bobby pins and take you out. But um, I, I, I don't. I, 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 I see. There's like you got these. We were talking one time. You got the characters. You've got the marketers, and then you just got people that are known for good stuff. I mean, I came right out and said, "This is my only product. Is basically the only thing I'm uh, that I consider myself uh, an expert on. It's something that I do, and there are some spinoffs of it that I do." But I don't go out there trying to claim to be an expert on stuff I don't do. It's, uh, it doesn't mean you can't promote somebody else's stuff, but you damn well better make sure on a credibility level that it works. I know you're picky about that. I know you get pounded with JVs all the time. And, uh, you know, you're not, yeah, you're not day, taking every, every single. Yeah. No, I don't take anything. I, what, I, what we do is we go out and find people that have products that we want to work with. Um, or occasionally someone will will email me or call me up or whatever. And or do say, a radio show like I did. Like you did, I was yeah. And, original. And, and you have a product, and they have a product that fits in with what I'm doing. Right. But someone who just emails me out of the blue with, you know, hey, promote my product, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I check everything out. Um, another one of the guys I work with quite a bit, Brian Johnson, just did my, the uh, his Halloween um, super affiliate program. I think You know, that whole thing's cool because genius. seasonal stuff, I need to bring that into barter because that's something I drop the ball on. Every Christmas, especially in the barter world, for two reasons. A, everybody wants to use those trade dollars to buy gifts. B, 
you want to unload your trade dollars before the next tax year and Mother's Day, Father's Day. And I noticed like one of my students said, God, I'm selling a ton of men's rings. And I said, wow, that's why are you, you know, and he said, I'm getting a good markup. And, and I realized it was Father's Day. And I, when I saw that thing about the Halloween, it just clicked to me. And I said, you know what? There is a friggin' holiday of some kind you can spin a campaign around almost every month. Even well, Boxing Day in Canada, them people have holidays learn, every you day. Learn, you learn how to do it with you know what Brian's doing with the Halloween Super Affiliate thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you can apply that teaching and those skills to all these other markets. And it's not just events. Think right. about markets like what I call macro markets. And one of the ones that I always give us as an example is piercings, body piercings. Yeah. That event is a is a very lucrative market. It's a three billion dollar a year market. It's about half the amount of Halloween, but it's wow. all year long. And there are so many micro niches within that market. Um, I've got a website up about. It's a blog, actually. Sylvia's had a tattoo site. I didn't realize how, you know, I wasn't aware tattoos were such a big deal. And then it would make sense, body piercing. And like I said, when you, when, when you, I think what the word that throws people a lot of times is when you say micro niche, they're thinking you're breaking it down to the list of eight. And there you go, classic example, body piercing. I wouldn't have guessed it was that big. Well, I wouldn't body have piercing, even been, I would call it, it's a macro niche. Macro. Body piercing is actually big, but... Within within that niche, yep. there are all kinds of of micro niches. Right. You know, think about belly button piercing. I mean, even that is a is a really a macro niche in itself because there's so many other niches within that. Because there's all the different products, all the different piercings. Well, my personal favorite styles. is the tongue ring, um, but that's another story. I don't wear one though. That was kind of off. That was inappropriate, wasn't it? I'm sorry. Did I embarrass you're not blushing over that one. No, because that's that's nowhere near inappropriate. I mean the gutter uh, standards um. though. <laughs> we sold Ooh. something in my body piercing um site the other day. Not the other day, it's been a couple months ago. What the hell's your body my, piercing my, site? My, can you put it out so I can go to this? You know what? Or... You know what? I can't remember the name of it because actually one of my one people in my staff is actually the one that put it up. And we put it up a couple of years ago just to test the market out. But we sold this thing the other day. And I didn't even know what it, I didn't even know what it was, but I'll give you just a couple of words in it. It was uh, Prince Albert. Okay. And I'm like, Ashley, what's this thing we just made like 50 bucks for? And she goes, Oh, well, that's um, it's a custom thing, and uh, I don't really want to tell you what it is, so you should go Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, females are smart. You and I, it always it's seems a, like you got a couple of females around you thing. that are real sharp, and I'm telling you. There, I don't know why, but there, it, it, you know, us guys, we get locked into what we're into. Women are more perceptive about some of that stuff, so it doesn't shock me at all. And I know you got, I, I know you, I know, like your lady's pretty sharp on the social media, and um, um, see, that's something that would enter, would not have entered my mind. I mean, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have. Well, come it up. didn't enter her mind either. It's just something that was on the blog. We we got a product feed from a company that does the body piercing stuff. Right, and it just so happened that one of the products that they they offered was a customized thing, uh, and just Google Prince Albert if you've got the stomach for it. And, oh, I got the stomach uh, for it, brother. Was, you know that. No, I wasn't talking. I wasn't talking about you. I was talking oh. about people listening. And okay. um, and uh, we sold a custom piercing, and it was uh, it was like 
forty. I think a forty-six dollar commission on this thing, and we make fifteen percent. So uh, yeah, you have to you know math-wise have to figure that out. But it was quite a substantial sale. Cool. But I'm looking. Well, I'm looking. I'm googling this thing, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe that. That yeah, no, there there are some strange. Um, there are some strange. Uh, there, I, it, it, I used to get amazed. Now nothing amazes me out there anymore. What do you think of? Um, it's kind of interesting. Uh, Facebook versus Google in terms of advertising, because uh, I have I've been pretty effective with um, uh, pay per click on Google, uh, doing my thing. Um, Facebook is a you know I mean let's face it's it, a to- it's, a, it's a totally different animal. I mean, yeah, it's two, it's two different things. Uh, you can do both effective. I mean. In a market like, say, piercings, you could do both of those effectively. I think almost more effectively on Facebook for that only because of the social. I think there's certain products that lend themselves more to a social atmosphere like Facebook. It's just interesting. I know I got a ton of traffic on Facebook. Um, I'm not sure if it was as effective as Google, but I was doing my product. But I think there is definitely some uh, potential there. That's, I don't do uh, Google Ads anymore, um, Google AdWords, because I just that's something that you just, you've got to keep you got to keep your, you know, your skills sharp, and you got to yep. look at it every day. And I just don't have the time to do it. Well, you I also got to, and you got to, and your, and your list. I mean, you've got the. It, I, for me, I needed to build up a list and stuff, and it was very effective. I mean, it's, it's. A yeah, little but different. even in my niche stuff, though. I mean, I have niche websites about artificial palm trees and dog gift baskets wow. and motorcycle motorcycle jackets and all kinds of little niche things like that. I don't use AdWords for that because I would drive myself crazy trying to keep up with it. I use organic. I got you. you know, just, yeah, I got you. trying to get the site reg- or, or listed in Google in the organic searches, and uh, I don't have to. I don't have to watch that every day. Any other marketers besides any other marketers uh, that or marketing strategies that are just piss you off? If uh, you know on the yeah, show, yeah, yeah. Anyway, what, there's there, there's there's a. There's some going around right now, and I can't mention any names because I That's can't fine. remember right off the top of my head who's doing this. Uh, one guy I remember, Michael Jones. Yep, um, I got a, I got a guy. He had some really good products a few mm-hmm. years ago, but all of a sudden now, he's just promoting this. He's just coming out with with product after product, and and they're all basically the same thing. And he's emailing the the and people who are promoted it are emailing this thing that says. It looks like a PayPal payment notification. Mm-hmm. Have you seen those? Yep, I, I have. And I, that just pisses me off. I mean, for one thing, I get PayPal payment notifications, so it throws all it throws me off when I'm going to sort my email. And for another thing, it's just it's just go ahead and say it. Damish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, these guys who who do or play the shell game, and there's a lot of these guys that. They'll come out with a product. Um, I don't know if I should mention any names or not, but you're welcome uh, to. But that's up to you, bro. They'll come out with a product, uh, a technique for doing something where you can get your site ranked or you can make some money or whatever. And they will use their past product launches as proof. And so they'll say, okay, here this Google. I'll just throw out this word: uh, Google Snipe technique. Um, I'm making a bunch of money with Google Snipe, and then they'll show proof of how much money they've made. But if you really look closely, 
the proof they're showing you is not from the technique they're telling you about. It's from their last product launch. Past performance is not indicative of future results anyway. It's not even that. It's not even that. It's bullshit. They're showing you something that's totally unrelated. Well, but they're not, and they're actually, they're not telling you that's what it is, right. but they're insinuating it, and you think it is. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot of that. So anytime anybody shows you proof of what they're doing, look real closely and make sure that it's actually the technique they're using, they're showing you the proof for, and not some other product launch that came from uh, their, you know, sending out a bunch of emails or getting a bunch of joint venture partners to jump on it. All right, well, let's talk, about, well, let's talk about Bob Serling licensing. Thoughts? I don't. You know what, Bob Serling? He's the internet marketing lawyer, right? The attorney. I don't think he's a lawyer. I, I thought, if I I'm not he mistaken, is, yeah. he was a. Maybe he is. Brian told me he was a copywriter, or primarily. I, I don't know the guy. Don't know the guy. I don't know any of his products. I know that uh, I got an I got an actual uh, letter in the mail from Frank Kern, who was. Uh, promoting one of his products, and I, did, I didn't buy it. I think it's million-dollar licensing, probably. Yeah, something like that, but mm-hmm. it, I have no idea what it's about, so can't okay, really Okay, just on curious, because I knew, yeah, I know Frank does promote him, and um, and um, I've, I've I was heard thinking, I was thinking, though, that he was a, an attorney at one time, so hmm. could be wrong. Interesting. What about guys like, uh, well, I mean, I spoke about it uh, to my last show, uh, two guys, uh, Thoughts, Dan, uh, Dan Kennedy, Gary Albert. Uh, well, Gary Albert, I learned I learned copywriting from Gary Albert. I am proud to say that I, that I was one of Gary Albert's shit weasels. You were. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Yep. I would take Gary Albert would tell us to, and when I say tell us, and through his newsletter, he would say find direct mail ads that are really good, and he would give us you know the ones that were good. Take those and rewrite them over and over and over again. I would do that. I would sit down at my desk. This is like late 80s, and I would take those letters and I would write them out over and over and over again. And you do that, and that's how you learn copywriting. I mean, that's the that, that you're is doing a longhand. I think Gary talked about doing longhand. a longhand, correct? Longhand, yes. Yep. Not typing it into a computer. That don't right. work. If yep. you actually do it longhand, you absorb yep. that the the style. And it's almost like a muscle memory that you develop for writing copy. That's how I learned to write copy. So, yeah, Gary Halbert, my one, one of my well, mine regrets too, in life so is cool. that I never got to meet the guy in person. Yeah, me, I, 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 I never did phone. either. I've listened to I everything. I love. The, I, I, I just yeah. love everything he does. I love his marketing. And who's the other I, guy I, you mentioned? Uh, Kennedy? Dan Kennedy. You know what? I, I don't know anything about him. I, I mean, I know of him. That stuns me. I know me. that a lot of people, I, I'd never... I never really followed him. Never got. I, I, I mean, I rank Dan right up there as probably one of the great. About, I heard him talking one time about uh, his time management, where he had someone else do his grocery shopping, and all. And I'm like, man, that's just that's kind of takes it a little too far, isn't it? That's, so, boy, that, if that's all you got out of Dan, that's too bad because uh, yeah. Dan's more of a positioning guy. He's he's. I know uh, my. Uh, he was a Gary yeah, my, Albert student as well, and and Dan and Dan it does have. Dan legitimately has millionaire students that actually do it in weird niches like dental implants and so forth, which brings yeah. me to Jay Abraham, who um, is very beloved and respected, and yet I often no. think it's more theory-based, and Dan is more implementation-based. Uh, yeah, uh, Jay Abraham, I just know from from Gary Albert, I've never actually – I don't think I've ever bought any of his products. I've gotten some of his products as bonuses when I bought some of Gary Halbert's <laughs> stuff. 
he used to give uh, the AJ Abraham uh, stuff as a bonus when you when you subscribe to his newsletter or whatever. Um, so I don't know a whole lot about the guy. Um, I know that my uh, my copywriter. I just hired a new guy, uh, Justin Quick. Who's doing my uh, webinars because it got to be the point where there's so much stuff to do with webinars that I had, I had to have someone that could manage them. So he's doing my webinars and he does copywriting. So I know that he's a, a he's a huge Dan Kennedy fan. Well, you need so to get, have him get you more. some. If he's out there, if your if your if your boy's out there, get get James. Hook him up with some of the real well, good stuff. I tell you what, man. I, I, tell I you think you really you Dan's probably, brilliant. He's, he's a cranky guy. We never heard of. Uh, Here's somebody I bet you've never heard of. All right. Herschel, Herschel Gordon Lewis. You ever heard of him? You know what? I might have heard that name from Brian McLeod, who's my copywriter. Herschel Gordon Lewis, I, that's, I, I discovered him about 10 years ago. And actually, before that, before the Internet. And I started applying what I learned from him to writing email copy. Mm-hmm. And it fits like a glove. Uh I think Herschel, and he started out as a, he's, the guy's still alive, he's in his 80s now, but he started out as a, um, a screenwriter for uh, gore, gore movies. He actually invented the term uh, something gore, blood and gore or something. Yeah, 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 I know. You're, and he, you also, the... he, he did a lot of the uh, cutie nudie films. Yeah, the, the B movies. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. The, the campy, the they kind of. I don't want to say Ed Wood style, but the ones that promised a lot and didn't deliver quite as much as the poster showed. But they were, they were. Yeah, I know what you're talking. Actually, about. I think that's exactly the opposite. I think they they, they delivered quite a bit for that. Time. Oh, are and these like a George, or like the Italian George Romero or something where they came <laughs> out? They were actually real graphic in the 70s or something. And the I, 50s, late 50s, early 60s. Wow. Oh, yeah, they, were the, they were basically the porn movies of that era. Huh. And, you know, and they would be tamed. In our day, they would be X-rated. I mean, I, I mean R-rated. That, or maybe, yeah, even, that, maybe even PG-17 or whatever. But back then, they were very prerogative. Yeah, like there's a movie, or I just saw a clip called Baby Doll, and it was about, uh, and there's some old trash movie with Johnny Cash in there, and on the film noir, I go to, I like film noir, and and it's, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, Even the the black exploitation films, I got to meet Fred Williamson in Las Vegas. That's part, yeah, that was part part of the genre that he did, too. And Fred told me, he said, you know, nobody was handing the brothers no money, he said, but our movies made money, and because, you know, they were low budget. He was doing that. Gordon uh, Herschel Gordon Lewis yep. was doing that, and then he got into advertising and got into uh, he got his own advertising agency, which you know he's had for thirty years. And his his thing is direct mail. But a yep. lot of the techniques he teaches in direct mail can be directly applied to email marketing. Well, you know, one of the things I'm doing is, um, you know, Sylvia and I set a North American record. We signed up more you know traders than anybody, and that's the truth in the history of the Itex Corporation. And of course. Uh, brokers want to know, and I am a huge fan of the big box. Uh, in fact, I'm actually going to be sending out rubber chickens to uh, about a hundred of the top brokers. I love um, the old school direct mail because in the old days, you remember we used to get stuff in the mail. Now everybody's too lazy, um, and um, you just don't have the time. But I think if you got a high end offer, I think the old school stuff actually works better well, now because nobody that's does. One of the it. reasons why I like to send out, we send out micro niche finder, a USB drive to our micro niche finder customers. 
We actually send people it out like in the getting mail. mail, people. Just and, so you know, yeah. they do. Not, yeah, not just as, email. As a child, when I was growing up, I used to love to get mail, and I would I would order stuff. I'd order these free catalogs. Me too. Anything. I just love getting it. So Brian used to order of, the Sea Monkey ads, and I we, we dude, him and I were I talking so about many, that. We go yeah, in the back I of the book. Sea things, yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, it's true. I, the, uh, I ordered the actually ordered the, the seahorses. That's what he is talking about. Yeah, the seahorses. Yeah, it's funny. Um, there, there was um, Dan put out a product that actually showed all those old classic ads that used to run in the back, and I mean, like the Atlas ad, and and it's amazing how many of them still stood the test of time. But uh, let me ask you this: How the hell does anybody? get a hold of you because usually when I put my little show up here I get somebody Google indexed in 12 minutes I think if you put uh, James Jones Vegas Fence I think we are number one in 12 minutes but I, if you just punch your name in the sites under construction how do they get on your list because I want people on your list forget the product just how do they yeah put put it yeah, out there because you're my, hard to uh, find brother yeah my uh, my blog got hacked and um yeah, but your uh, your gypsy hackers, as you call them. Yeah, yeah. They got hacked, and so they got put down. But the blog should be back online tomorrow. My actual personal blog, not my business blog. The business blog's fine. It's just the James J. Jones blog that was right. hacked. And I, you know, the last post I have, you you joked around the last the, the last time we were on that uh, it's been like uh, you know a year and a half since I posted mm-hmm. anything on there. And yeah. literally, it was probably a year and a half. So I just want people uh, on your list, so you're mailing. Yeah. Um, com. If you okay, go to the net the, result, the okay. net results. My company name is the net results, and we're starting to brand that out more than say, like you know, micro niche finder. Micro niche finder is a product that that we have, but the net results. And that's what you're is, known for. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, you are. You're the micro niche finder guy, and but the, what I'm trying to the point I'm trying to make is, and I'm not stroking you. It's the truth. Uh, when James mails, you open his stuff up. It's good. He mailed for me once. Did you know? And that was good. Bizarro. You're a sci-fi fan, man. I, I even figured that one out. I said, damn, this dude's into sci-fi. Uh, I actually liked the, the the letter you mailed for me. Once I got yeah, through it, was, it uh, I, yeah, it was yeah, it was comic book. It was uh, yeah, you know, Superman, Superman, Bizarro, Superman. I tried to make that that thing you know about. So, well, I'm going to take your advice on something because I do. Like I said, I got I got some Splinter products off you know in that advanced section that are that a lot of students have had great success with, and uh, my biggest thing. Is like I said, I, I, you know, what you see is what you get. I'm really, when I say I'm not tech savvy, but I'm not. And but fortunately, uh, you know, like probably like you do, you surround yourself with some good people. It really, there's no excuse uh, not to get a rolling. So, um, um, I, I took your advice. Brian gave me good advice about that too. A lot of that stuff can be broken down, and I definitely. Uh, I'd definitely uh, be interested in uh, talking to you further on the bandit signs. I think that's a, it, it's amazing we're in 2010. And I always, again, equated it to the broke sucker's guide to marketing. But what it really is is free leverage. You're basically creating leads for nothing and selling them for dollars. Well, I guess not nothing. You've got to buy the friggin' sign, what it's going to cost you. You know, if you, you, know, you go to Lowe's or there, it's cheap. Sharpie. You got to buy a Sharpie uh, or, yeah, what do you say, Yala highlighter is what you use? No, you use it's a neon yellow 
Yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you. In fact, actually, I will send you. Huh, he, I got challenged to do a badass bandit sign. So you know what Vinny had to do. He had to have the bare ass naked girl holding up the guy's sign. I'll send that to you. Um, you can see, and that's exactly what the sign looks like, by the way. So um, delete it before your girl comes home. But it doesn't say James Jones, so you won't get in trouble for it. But uh, yeah, no, there's. Uh, the, I mean, the, the, when you're, what people got to realize is, is, is there's more opportunity offline. I, I still believe than online, and there are still people that do read papers. And if you are looking for bargains. If you go to that classified section, these are people that could post on Craigslist, and for whatever reason, they're going to spend fifteen dollars to sell a sewing machine for a hundred bucks um, in a classified ad, and there are bargains there. And I, I can't stress it enough. Um, not the whole world is not online, people. They aren't. I mean, it's it's one part of it, but uh, there's a whole lot of people. I'm on State Road 60. I don't know how many thousands of cars drive by here every day. But uh, if you've got your sign positioned, your offer, and you've got a deal in place, you can make a lot of money. And what's the name of your restaurant, Benny? I really don't want to say, or some crackpot's going to uh, <laughs> call up and place a hamburger order. It happened before. I'll tell you off the air. <laughs> no, yeah, that's right. I want to do uh, that. Let's put it like this. We're the third highest-ranked restaurant in the state of Florida by Urban Spoon. You can go from there. Number three, last time I looked. And that's for the whole state of Florida. So we're doing Urban something. Urban Spoon. That's yeah. the, uh, Sylvia, the class, just ask the Sylvia the name of the site. I, I did a Weebly site. She about had a heart attack. Said, oh, good God, you're doing a Weebly site. At least let me make it look pretty when she was down here. And she said, don't you ever tell anybody I was involved in a Weebly oh, site. Oh, there ain't nothing wrong with Weebly. Now, well, no, for an idiot like me, it was beautiful. But she turned in and made the Weebly site look good. Yeah, she'll, uh, she's the one who came in. She took the photos of all the food. And... Uh, we got, you know, I'm smart enough to get the senator of Florida up there and some, you know, some of the the the, the people, because you know, people are sheep. They see, oh, Senator Alexander eats there, you know. This used to be a biker bar, man. They were selling more dope out of this place than they were food, so they shut it down. And eight years, it sat empty, and here we've been here nine years. So, um, well, do you mind I, if I give a shout out to some people that? Uh, please shout because we've got. Let's see what we got. Hold on, hold on. We got we, three we, minutes. Yeah, shout. Go for you, it. Uh, yeah. We, we talk about some people I don't like, and we talk about some people I do like. Yep. We already talked about, number one, Brian Johnson. I do a lot okay. of stuff with Brian. I think Brian is straight up. Um, I talked earlier about how I don't like when people play the shell game. Yep. And they talk about, you know, this technique, and, and then they show you a website where they made a bunch of money, but a bunch of money was made with their last product launch and not the technique they're trying to sell you. Right. Brian impressed me the other night. We're on the webinar. I didn't know he was going to do this. He shows his stats from one of his sites and the money that he made. And it wasn't thousands of dollars. It was like you know a few hundred dollars a day. And he goes, oh, and by the way, this day here, this $314, that's not included because that was a hosting affiliate thing. So don't, don't, don't include that. So that just really impressed me that he did that. He was actually, well, you know, that, that is awesome. I think we're down and, to a minute, so okay. before they beat well, me, right, let me hit, hit another name. Okay. Uh, the Rhodes Brothers, John and Matt Rhodes. I okay. like those guys a lot. Cool. Um, Tim Castleman. Okay. Rachel, Rachel Rofe. Oh, I love Rachel. Rachel oh, Rofe. don't even get Rachel, on Rachel. Rachel is. I mean, I've been in love with her for two years. She, 
She's got some great stuff. Uh, I mean, she's an incredible human being. Will Matos, uh, I mentioned uh, Justin, um, uh, Kat, what, uh, 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 Jason Fladman, sorry. Yep. Mentioned him before. I did a webinar with him. Um, and James Jones. And hey, James Vince. Jones. And, and, and Vegas Vince. Man, I appreciate that, brother. And actually, you perfectly because it looks like uh, we're down to 45 seconds. Uh, guys, check out James Jones. Uh, the guy's stuff is excellent. James, let's hook up, do something, brother. I got uh, medical bills. They dropped my insurance. Vinny needs the money. I'm paying 4000 a month for MS treatment, man. Let's do something. As always, guys, may you live to see the dawn. May all your dreams come true. May you always stay forever young. James, don't screw up the relationship. Sounds like you got a good lady there, too, man. I'm, I'm happy for you on that. A good yeah, woman sure will make your life you. easier. Just make sure she doesn't meet you. We'll be all right. Ah uh, no, yeah no. It, I'll I'll, uh, I'll be uh, you know like the mob. That's one of the rules. You don't mess with another guy's wife or lady. I don't do it. <laughs> Peace, brother. It's always fun, man. All right, man. I got uh, I got AC now, so I'm happy. Peace. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.